reasonable is more than national aiming to be mostly reasonable works better than trying to be coldly rational you're not a spreadsheet you're a person a screwed up emotional person it took me a while to figure this out but once i clicked i realized that it's one of the most important parts of finance with it uh, with it comes something that often goes overlooked do not aim to be coldly rational when making financial decisions aim to just be pretty reasonable reasonable is more realistic and you have a better chance of sticking it with for a long run which is what matters most when managing money to show you what i mean let me tell you a story of a guy who tried to cure syphilis with malaria julius wagner jorek was a 19th century psychiatrist with two unique skills he was good at recognizing patterns and what others saw as crazy he found merely bold his speciality was patients with severe neurosyphilis then a fatal diagnosis with no known treatment he began noticing a pattern syphilis patient patients tended to recover if they had the added misfortune of having prolonged fever from an unrelated ailment wagner jorek assumed this was due to a hunch that had been around for centuries but doctors didn't understand well fevers play a role in helping the body fight infection so he jumped to the logical conclusion in the early 1900s wagner jorek began injecting patients with low end strains of typhoid malaria and smallpox to trigger fevers strong enough to kill off their syphilis this was as dangerous as it sounds some of his patients died from the treatment he eventually settled on a weak version of malaria since it could be effectively counter countered with quinine after a few days of bone rattling fevers after some tragic trial or and error his experiment worked wagner jorek reported that 6 in 10 syphilis patients treated with malaria therapy recovered <clears throat> compared to around 3 in 10 patients left alone he won the nobel prize in medicine in 1997 The organization today notes the main work that concerned Wagner Jorek throughout his working life was the endeavor to cure mental diseases by in- by inducing a fever. <coughs> Penicillin eventually made malaria therapy for syphilis patients obsolete, thank goodness. But Wagner Jorek is one of the only doctors in the history who not only recognized fever's role in fighting infection but also prescribed it as a treatment. Fevers have always been a feared as they are mysterious ancient Romans worshipped Febris the goddess who protected people from fevers amulets were left at temples at to placate her but Wagner Jorek was on to something fevers are not accidental nuances nuances they do play a role in the body's road to recovery we know we now have better more scientific evidence to fevers usefulness in fighting infections A 1 degree increase in body temperature has been shown to slow the replication rate of some viruses by a factor of 200. Numerous investigators have identified a better outcome among patients who displayed fever. One NIH paper writes, "The Seattle Children's Hospital includes a section of it on its website to educate parents who may panic at the slightest rise in their child's temperature." Fevers turn on the body's immune system. They help the body fight infection. Normal fevers, 100 and 104, are good for sick children. But that's but that's where the science ends and reality takes over. Fever is almost universally seen as a bad thing. They are treated with drugs like 
telenovel to reduce them as quickly as they appear despite millions of years of evolution as a defense mechanism no parent no patient few doctors are certainly and uh, certainly no drug company views fever as anything but a misfortune that should be eliminated these views do not match the, the known signs one study was blunt treatment of fever is common in the icu setting and likely related to standard dogma rather than evidence based patients howard marker director of the center for the history of medicine once said of fever phobia there these are cultural practices that spread just as widely as the infectious diseases that are behind them why does this happen if fevers are beneficial why do we fight them so universally i don't think it's complicated fevers hurt and people don't want to hurt that's it a doctor's goal is not just to cure diseases it's to cure disease within the confines of what's reasonable and tolerable to the patient fevers can have marginal benefits in fighting infections but they hurt and i go to the doctor to stop hurting i don't care about double blind studies when i'm shivering under a blanket if you have a pill that can make a fever stop give it to me now it may be rational but to want a fever if you have an infection but it's not reasonable that's philosophy aiming to be reasonable instead of rational is one more people should consider when making decisions with their money academic finance is devoted to finding the mathematically optimal investment strategies my own theory is that in the real world people do not want the mathematically optimal strategy they want the strategy that maximizes for how well they sleep at night harry markowitz won the nobel prize for exploring the mathematical trade off between risk and return he was once asked how he invested his own money and described his portfolio allocation in the 1950s when his models were first developed i visualized my grief if the stock market went way up and i wasn't in it or if it went way down i was completely in it my intention was to minimize my future regret so i split my contributions 50 by 50 between bonds and equities markowitz eventually changed his investment strategy diversifying the mix but two things here are important One is that minimizing future regret is hard to rationalize on paper but easy to justify in real life. A rational investor makes decisions based on numeric facts. A reasonable investor makes them in a conference room surrounded by co-workers. You want to think highly of you with a spouse you don't want to let down or judged against the silly but realistic competitors that are your brother-in-law, your neighbor and your own personal doubts investing. as a social component that's often ignored when viewed through a strictly financial lens the second is that this is fine jason zweig who conducted the interview when markowitz described how he invested later reflected my own views is that people are neither rational nor irrational we are human we don't like to think harder than we need to and we have unceasing demands on our attention Seen in that light, there's nothing surprising about the fact that the pioneer of modern portfolio theory built his initial portfolio with so little regard for his own research. Nor is it surprising that the that he adjusted it later. Markowitz is neither rational or irrational; he's reasonable. What's often overlooked in finance is that something can be technically true but contextually nonsense. In 2008, a pair of researchers from Yale published a study arguing young savers should supercharge. their retirement accounts using 2 to 1 margin $1 $2 of debt for every dollar of their own money when buying stocks it suggests investors taper that leverage as they age which lets a saver take more risk 
when they are young and can handle a magnified market roller coaster and less when they are older even if using leverage left you wiped out when you were young if you to you if you use 2 to 1 margin of 50% market drop leaves you with nothing the researchers showed savers would still be better off in the long run so long as they picked themselves back up followed the plan and kept saving in a 2 to 1 leveraged account the day after being wiped out the math works on paper it's a rational strategy but it's almost absolutely unreasonable no normal person could watch 100% of their retirement account evaporate and be so unfazed that they carry on with the strategy undeterred undeterred they'd they would quit look for a different option and perhaps sue their financial advisor the researchers argued that when using their strategy the ex- the expected retirement wealth is 90% higher compared to life cycle funds it is also 100% less reasonable there is in fact a rational reason to favor what looks like irrational decisions he's here's one <clears throat> let me suggest that you love your investment this is not traditional advice it's almost a badge of honor for investors to claim they are emotionless about their investment because it seems rational but if lacking emotions about your strategy of the stocks you own increases the odds you will walk away from them when they become difficult what looks like rational thinking becomes a liability the reasonable investors who love their technically imperfect strategies have an edge because they are more likely to stick with those strategies there are few financial variables more correlated to performance than commitment to a strategy during its lean years both the amount of performance and the odds of capturing it over a given period of time the historical odds of making money in us markets are 50-50 over one day periods 68% in one year periods 38% in the 10 year periods and so far 100% in 20 years periods anything that keeps you in the game has a quantifiable advantage if you view do what you love as a guide to be to a happier life it sound like empty fortune cookie advice if you view it as the thing providing the endurance necessary to put the quantifiable odds of success in your favor you realize it should be the most important part of any financial strategy invest in a promising company you don't care about and you might enjoy it when everything's going well but when the tide inevitably turns you are suddenly losing money on something you are not interested in It's a double burden and the path of least resistance is to move on to something else. If you are passionate about the company to begin with, you love the mission, the product, the team, the science, whatever the inevitable down times when you are losing money or the company needs help are blunted by the fact that at least you feel like you are part of something meaningful. They can be the necessary motivation that prevents you from giving up and moving on. There are several other times when It's fine to be reasonable instead of rational with money. There's a well-documented home bias where people prefer to invest in companies from the country they live in while ignoring the other 95% plus of the planet. It's not rational until you consider that investing is effectively giving money to strangers. If familiarity, if familiarity helps you take the leap of faith required to remain backing those strangers, it's reasonable. Day trading and picking individual stocks is not rational for most investors. The odds are heavily against your drug successes. but they are both reasonable in small amounts if they scratch an itch hard enough to leave the rest of your more your more diversified investments alone investor josh brown who advocates the mostly 
owns diversified funds once explained why he also owns a smattering of individual stocks i'm not buying individual stocks because i think i'm going to generate alpha outperformance i just love stocks and have ever since i was 20 years old and it's my money i do i get to do whatever quite reasonable most forecast about where the income and the stock market are heading next are terrible but making forecast is reasonable it's hard to wake up in the morning telling yourself to have no clue what the fortune for the future holds even if it's true acting on investment forecast is dangerous but i get why people try to predict what will happen next year it's human nature it's reasonable jack bogle the later the late founder of vanguard spent his career on a crusade to promote low cost passive index investing many thought if interesting that his son found a career as an active high fee hedge fund and mutual fund manager bogle the man who said high fee funds violate the humble rules of arithmetic invested some of his own money in his son's fund what's the explanation we do something for family reasons bogle told the wall street journal if it's not consistent well life isn't always consistent indeed it's rarely is